Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcase the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here are your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And we are out here in the woods of Maine, um, actually recording with the road. IXY microphone, the new Lightning Edition. Um, so big thanks to Rode Microphones, who's hooked me up, uh, trying to convince me that I should maybe be an iOS user and not uh, an Android Windows lover, I've, as I've uh, b- stubbornly been all these years. Uh, so I'm going to be trying out uh, recording the show on this IXY setup, XY stereo setup for the next, uh, you know, a few weeks, perpetuity. We'll see how it goes. Um, so at any rate, uh, we are here in the woods and uh, recording on location uh, makes me think of one of the grand, grand masters of field recorded audio drama, which is, of course, Tom Lopez. Uh, Tom, uh, you know, almost invented uh, a new way of exploring audio drama and recording on location uh, throughout the world, Sumatra, Bali, India, uh, all throughout the United States uh, and uh, East Asia and other places, uh, you know, sort of uh, taking those recordings, um, recording them on really nice gear. Um, I saw photos of him. I saw photos of him in the Amazon uh, recording reel-to-reel Nagra recorder uh, and actually a whole other person on your crew just lugging the thing around. Um, so he's he's been there, um, and he would take the stories back, and uh, a lot of the Jack Flanders series came about of these core recordings um, on location. And so that's uh, what we're going to feature today with, with uh, Tom's uh, very generous offer. will let us play a piece called The Land of Enchantment. Um, this is uh, has uh, Mojo Sam, the hoodoo man, um, who is a uh, sort of a minor slash medium level character in the Jack Flanders series, uh, goes on his own little adventure to the Southwest, meets some mysterious people and mysterious worlds, and has uh, the sorts of grand adventures you expect of a out of a ZBS production. So um, that's going to be our feature for the next four weeks here. Um, That show will be preceded, though. I want to give you a taste of one of Tom's more recent projects. Uh, This is a uh, fun, you know, he also sort of invented all these serialized audio dramas. In many ways, he was podcasting before podcasting was uh, podcasting where you'd hear like a short five-minute spot on FM radio back in the 80s, and then you'd have to go to the ZBS catalog to hear the rest and buy the CD, which is you know sort of like podcasting. Um, so he's trying to do some more serialized shows. Um, you're going to hear now is Saratoga Noir. Um, Tom is also a huge lover of uh, noir uh, fiction, uh, detective stories. Uh, so we're going to hear a sample of his Saratoga Noir. It's actually a much longer series. We're going to hear um, a few installments of it. And of course, you can go to zbs.org to hear more and buy the whole CD or download. Um, and zbs.org recently redesigned a lot more stuff there uh, for you to explore much, much more. So first, <laughs> um, the zbs.org's um, Saratoga Noir. Um, and you can check out artwork for this at zbs.org. Here you go. They say the city never sleeps, but they're talking about the big city, not these small towns in upstate. When they dozed off, they didn't wake up. When the factories closed and the big box stores moved in, they slumbered on. Shopping malls, strip malls, popped up outside the city limits, so they didn't have to pay any city taxes. And even though the towns tried to rouse themselves, their spirit was sapped. Saratoga Springs is different. There's money, old money, new money. There's money enough to go all around, but it doesn't work that way. 
few people have it, and the rest of us get by. I'm a private investigator. I make a living, but there are times it's so quiet I'll take any job, and I mean any. Danny Boy, P.I. speaking. I'm calling on behalf of Mrs. Millhouse. How can I help? Madam's pussy is missing. Oh? We would like to hire you to find Madam's pussy. Well, what's so special about her pussy? When her kitty disappeared, she was wearing a rather expensive diamond collar. I see. I'll be right over. I drove over to the Millhouse Mansion. It's up on North Broadway. That's where you'll find those stately old Victorian houses. But this one was new. It was built by Millhouse the Younger. He married a chorus girl by the name of Vicky, an ex-rockette. You know, long legs, big smile. But Vicky and her husband weren't together anymore. Mr. Boyer, I presume? Follow me. Madam Millhouse, Mr. Danny Boyer. Please sit down, Mr. Boyer. Thanks. I understand your cat was stolen? Kitty. Is her name Kitty Cat? No, just Kitty. You have a picture? Of course. Rooster. Here you are. I see. She's a long-haired Siamese. Or Balinese. You know your pussies, Mr. Boyer. Does she talk? All the time. Does she come when you call? When you call? I don't know. Try it. Here, kitty. Try a little harder. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. You've never had a cat, have you, Mr. Boyie? I'm a dog person. My ex-husband was too. He hated my pussy. <clears throat> uh, the collar she was wearing. Uh, are they real diamonds? Very real. You know anyone who would have taken her? Do you mean among my friends? Do you suspect anyone? I suspect everyone. Now go find my kitty, Mr. Boyie. Vicky's ex, Peter Millhouse, is one of the guys responsible for these buildings popping up all over town. Where there used to be parking lots, there are condos, expensive ones. They run a cool million or two, or three. Not bad for a small upstate town, except try to find a parking space downtown. Good luck. Peter Millhouse, he's over there in the trailer. That damn cat was wearing diamonds? That's what I was told. Christ. Any idea who would have taken her? Sure. One of her cuckoo friends. Can you give me a name? Vera Van Heusen. Why do you think it's her? Because of who she thinks she is and who she really is. Care to elaborate? You're the dick. You figure it. I figured if anyone knew where to find Vera, it'd be Velma. She owns a bar. It's called Velma's. Why, it's Danny Boye. Hey, Velma. I'm looking for Vera Van Heusen. Why? I'm working a case. What case? The case of the missing cat. Is business so bad that you're out looking for cat? Well, you know, it comes and it goes. Oh, Danny. Come here. Sit down. This is on me. Ah, thanks. It's a missing long-haired Siamese Balinese wearing a diamond collar. What's it worth? A lot. You know, with my brains and your looks, we could go places. John Garfield, the postman always rings twice. <laughs> I'm too easy. 
You've got a nice build for a private detective. It gets me around. <sighs> Dick Powell, murder my sweet. So, you seen Vera? She runs an art gallery over on Beekman. Art gallery? What's wrong with art? Nothing. Did you ever pose news? Why? You want to paint me? Maybe. I'll tell you what. I'll paint you. In a nude? Sure. You get the paint. I'll bring the brush. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that was ZBS's uh, Saratoga Noir. Um, we're going to go right into Land of Enchantment. Uh, one last shout-out before we get started. Uh, the Witch Hunter Chronicles Indiegogo campaign is really taken off. Um, they've uh, surpassed their rather modest goal of $500 in like a few days, um, but they are now uh, maybe aspiring to get a bigger cast and uh, even more uh, dramatic production. So uh, check out that uh, right after this promo. In 2010... Audio Epics released the award-winning dark fantasy audio drama, The Witch Hunter Chronicles. Sam, what are you going to do? I'm going to clear the world of another stain upon its face. It looks like I beat you to it, Vathic. Now, we are preparing to bring you the ultimate, professionally produced 10-hour version of that story. Discover the true depth and secrets of the great city of Seven Peaks, in Witch Hunter. Help us realize this ambitious project. Support us on Indiegogo.com. More information on audioepics.com. And the link for that Indiegogo, which is now live, will be at radiodramarevival.com. Um, and now, without further ado, the show for this week is Land of Enchantment Week 1 by ZBS Productions. The Land of Enchantment. Hmm. I thought someone was supposed to meet me. There's not a lot of my people walking around in this airport. Ah, there's someone who looks like she's waiting for somebody. Is she Asian? Maybe she's American Indian. Mm-mm. <laughs> she's something else. Ah, uh, miss? Huh? You wouldn't by chance be waiting for me. Who? Mojo. Mojo. Mojo Sam. Hey, Mojo Sam the Yudu Man? <laughs> That's me. Hey, I'm Minnie. Glad to meet you. Two worlds, Minnie Two Worlds. <laughs> really? Yeah. Two Worlds? Mm-hmm. That's a fine name. I'm a friend of Samantha James. You work for her? Sort of. You ever meet her? Just on the phone. She sounds like she's something else. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you meet her in person? Woo-wee!
Where are you parked? What's it look like? Well, it's kind of old and falling apart. It's my reservation pony. We're riding up there on your pony? Yeah, it's, uh, um... Scout, where did I park? That's what you call it, Scout. Come on, Scout, help me. <laughs> like giddy-up, Scout? Scout... Wasn't that Tonto's horse? Mojo, shh. Over there. Okay, thanks, Scout. Come on, it's over here. Her pony told her where he is, but I didn't hear no whinny. Here it is. That's not a pony. No, it's a jalopy. That's a reservation pony? Yeah, we call it that. It's like in the old days when we traded with Mexicans for our horses and found out too late they were nags. This old station wagon's a little broken, but it'll get us where we're going. Hmm. Nice seat covers. <laughs> yeah. On the res, we were so tired of missionaries sending us old clothes that we wouldn't even put on our dogs, so we got a woman's co-op going and made patchwork seat covers out of them. <laughs> At least we can use these seat covers to keep our backsides warm during winter. It beats snuggling up to Nagahide, right, you do, man? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, nice to meet you, Scout. What? Didn't you call your wheels, Scout? <laughs> this isn't Scout. No. Did you hear that, Scout? Hmm. <laughs> Scout's rolling around laughing. Is Scout your invisible pony? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Where was I? You were driving on the part of the road that usually belongs to folks going the other way. Oh, Scout. No, he isn't an invisible pony. <laughs> Scout's my guide. Spirit guide? Mm-hmm. A sort of guardian angel. Scout doesn't have wings, Mojo. He's Indian? Apache. Oh, a real Indian. He says he's never seen anything like you. Scout's never been to Harlem? <laughs> no. I'll take him up there sometime. Maybe he'd like the Apollo. <laughs> Maybe. Scout an old chief? No, Scout is my Apache ancestor. You Apache? Half. A pat or chief? What? What's the other half? Chinese. Wow. Yeah. Half Apache and half Chinese. Scout rode with Geronimo as his point man. Geronimo? Yeah. Is a point man someone who rides up front and points? <laughs> when I was an airborne, that's what we'd shout when we jump out of the plane. Scout? No, Geronimo. Did you have parachutes? Yeah, sure we... <laughs> Damn. Half Apache, half Chinese. I'll never know where she's coming from. Do you see Scout? Hmm? When you talk to him, do you see him? Only when he appears. Only when he... Mm-hmm. So they call you Mini Two Worlds because you're Indian and Chinese? No. Why do they call you the Yudu Man? Oh, that means yoga and voodoo. Really? Yeah, but I don't call myself the you-do man anymore. Why? I like you-do man. Well, because people used to say to me, Hey, you-do man, I see your parrot left a little you-do on your shoulder, <laughs> man. Scout likes that. I'd like to meet your scout sometime. Maybe, Mojo. You want to hear the radio? Yeah, sure. You got a lot of rocks up there? 
We have the most beautiful rocks you've ever seen. Do you like rocks? Oh yeah. Never met one I didn't like. You know, Mojo, when I was little... You were saying? Uh, Minnie? Uh, Minnie? There's an 18-wheeler coming this way, and you're drifting over into the... Hey! Me to drive. I should have told you I do that sometimes. Yeah, we all do. No, you see, I was born breech, and sometimes I get really turned around. Seriously? Mm-hmm, and if it gets really weird, I slip into the dream world. The dream world? You know, the invisible world that doesn't have our kind of time. Many two worlds. Now I got it. It doesn't usually happen unless... Many... Unless I... Minnie. I know. I missed the turn, but you don't have to yell at me. I'm doing the best uh, I can. Minnie, I wasn't Come yelling, on, but Scout. that truck You're was coming. Come on, Scout. You're sitting back there, and you could see Scout. I was trying He's to... He's in the back seat? He was yelling at me because I wasn't paying attention. Uh, maybe I should drive? <laughs> Does that mean yes? Scout thinks you're funny. He's never seen anyone like you, except when the warriors wore soot paint when someone got killed in battle. Blackface? Yeah, they blacken their faces to mourn the loss of a warrior. Uh, why don't you slide over, and I'll come around and take the wheel, okay? Okay. We don't get many black people up here. I figured that. Scout likes the idea of a black warrior. Well, like I said, maybe I'll meet him sometime. I don't know if you want to do that, Mojo. Apache point man for Geronimo. Maybe best I don't. You have to watch yourself around Scout. I uh, hope he's got a sense of humor. Does he ever? <laughs> Is he some kind of uh, Apache prankster? Big time. He's the ultimate trickster, coyote medicine, you know. <laughs> Sounds like I'm going to like him. I don't know about that, voodoo man. <laughs> yeah, this is some wild country up here. You've got a lot of engines around these parts. Oh, oh is that a bad word? Do you like being called a coon? Ooh, ouch! I'm sorry, it was Scout that said that. I think your point man just made his point. <laughs> uh, how about... Redskins. Hmm. Scout just said, how do you like jungle bunnies? <laughs> oh, man. What do I call you people? Native Americans? Indigenous people? Just call us human beings. Human beings? Yeah, most Indian languages refer to themselves as the original people, or the human beings. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> You've never lived in the Southwest? Never lived here. Never even been here. You lived in Harlem all this time? I'm not from Harlem. I'm from Philly. Oh. I lived in Morocco, in Brazil, in Java, Sumatra. Oh, hey, turn, turn. Oh, okay. Man, it is beautiful up here. 
Look at the way the sun's catching the mountaintops. All of the snow on the top of that mountain will be bright pink at sunset. Then it will change to lavender, then gold, and finally vanish in the indigo night. Well, here's Coyote. I've seen smaller towns. See there? That's Coyote Creek. Hmm. The Coyote Clinic. Do humans get to use it? <laughs> the Safeway Market. Oh, yeah. Coyote Crossing. A store. The Coyote Post Office. And a trailer. That's nice. Blanche's Diner. Good place to eat. Well, it won't kill you. Hey, look at her. That's Dona Mateo. She's the local curandera. What's she doing standing out in the weeds doing a hula hoop? She uses it to call in her healing spirit. Yeah? She swears the sound of her hula hoop makes the herbal remedy stronger. No. Yeah, it's the same sound made by the buffalo shoulder bone we Apaches use. Really? The aboriginal natives of Australia use a piece of hide rope connected to a bone. They spin it into the air to call in the spirits. Tribal people know that the plants and animals respond to that whirling sound. Oh, man. A hula hoop. <laughs> she looks pretty old for standing in the weeds, wearing red high-top tennies, and doing a hula hoop. A hundred and two. She's a hundred and two? Uh-huh. And here we are, the Armadillo Bistro and Cabaret. Hey, this looks okay. I like adobe. A lot of adobe around these parts. <laughs> you ought to see Santa Fe. I was kind of hoping to. I don't suppose you have much nightlife up here. Oh, this town gets jumping at night. Really? The frogs seem to like it. Frogs? You can sit outside and listen to the coyotes serenade the moon. Uh-huh. Sometimes you can hear the elk rutting. Sounds real romantic. <laughs> You're gonna love it here, Mojo. Nini, why took you so long? Oh, it was Scout. Scout. <laughs> Scout. Where's Samantha? She gone, she come back. Maria, this is Mojo Sam, the Yoodoo Man. The Hoodoo Man. You do, ma'am. What is it you do? You is for yoga and do is for voodoo. Voodoo? Voodoo Man? I Help me, God. I don't do voodoo, ma'am. Then why does she call you voodoo man? I'm not a voodoo man. I studied voodoo, you know, the religion. But I don't practice it. Name like Mojo? He no practice voodoo? Nah, he <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> so you, Mojo, you empty? Huh? You have hungry. Uh, I'm starved, yeah. I'll give you Samantha's food. Muy sabroso. <laughs> oh, Minnie. Mm -hmm. I think you uh, shouldn't tell people I'm a you-do man. Okay. You-do man. Oh, Mojo. What are you doing here? <laughs> what? <laughs> Scout? Was that an Apache laugh? Scout? Are you here, Scout? Good God, two hours with Minnie and you're talking like her. I'm Samantha James. Mojo Sam. Yeah, Mojo, we got the same name. Call me Sam, and welcome 
to the altered states of America. <laughs> so how you doing, Piano Man? I'm just fine, Miss Sam. My, you got big, strong hands. Well, you got some grip here too, Miss Sam. Strong hands like that can help me unload my pickup. What do you say? No problem. Did they feed you? We just got here. Did Minnie show you your quarters in the bunkhouse? No. Minnie! She back there? I think she's rustling up some grub. You eat grubs? No, just cowboy talk. You've seen a lot of cowboy movies? When I was a kid. Cowboys and Indians? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I think you're gonna find the locals a little different from the westerns. I expect I will, ma'am. I expect so. Mm -mm. This is fine vittles, ma'am. Mojo? Mm. They talk like that in Philadelphia. No, ma'am. Well, we don't either. Now, where did that mini go? Maria! Andy. Where's Minnie? I need her now. Last time I saw La Senora Mimi, she was talking to her spirit. So, hmm, Mojo, you met Scout? No, I just heard about him. Well, watch yourself. Minnie give you the rundown? Well, she almost ran over a lot of things on the way up, but I wasn't one of them. <laughs> I mean the rundown on the bistro. Did she tell you about your hours? During the day, I'm unloading the pickup, and at night, I'm playing the piano. No. Cabaret's open on weekends. That's when you play the piano. The weekdays are all yours. To do what? To do whatever you want. Fool around. And coyote? You bet. Fool around with what? There's all kinds of things around here. Yeah. We caught a lot of coyotes. I figured that. Well, coyotes look up at the sky when they howl. Yeah. There's eagles and hawks. Oh, yeah? There's Lake Abiquiu. Georgia O'Keeffe lived there. Yeah? You can see those same places around Lake Abiquiu that Georgia painted. There's a lot to see. There's the wind. The wind? Yeah, you can hear the wind creaking through the ponderosas, making sounds at night. Mm -hmm. And a plane goes over every hour or so. Give me some neck exercises looking up. <laughs> we even have red wolves up here. Yeah? And elk, bear, mule deer, frogs along the creeks, tons of fish, trout, salmon, bass, ravens, rain and thunder, mainly in the summer, that's when the monsoons are, and flash floods. Flash floods? Yeah. They come crashing down from the mesas, carrying rocks and boulders. The roar is the most frightening thing you have ever heard. It comes with a wall of water eight or ten feet high. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, except people get killed all the time. They get caught in an arroyo, and the next thing they know, whoop, they're gone. <laughs> well, if I see one, I'll head for high ground. You don't have time. They're on you in a heartbeat. Ooh. Oh, and we have squirrels. Huh. You got enough of them back home. And bears. You got bears? <laughs> Sometimes at night you can hear a bear scratching its back and grunting. I didn't know they could reach back there. <laughs> they can't. They back up to something and rub and rub and grunt. <laughs> Feels good? Oh, yeah. 
They always find a way to get the itch that can't be scratched. <laughs> Let's see, what else? You have armadillos. No, no armadillos. No armadillos? I named the bistro after the armadillo to honor my Texas roots. The dillos are unofficial state animal. No armadillos. Mountain lions. And we've got lots of lizards. Uh-huh. What was that? Gila monsters. Gila monsters. And don't forget the scorpions. She says scorpions? And the rattlesnakes. Rattlesnakes? Oh, yeah. When you're walking around out there, you better watch your step. And especially what you sit on. <laughs> Morning, Mojo. Morning, Sam. Do you have sweet dreams? Up to about 3 a.m. Then the coyotes woke me up. <laughs> Sounded like they were having a powwow. Yeah? You seen many? No. Maria! Where's Minnie? Minnie, she take your pickup. She took my pickup? Where did she go? She say she go get her horses. Well, shuck my corn and kiss my grits. What's she up to bringing her ponies in here? Man, those are big ponies in that trailer. Hey, Mojo, we're going sightseeing. Minnie, what are you planning to do with this Greenhorn City musician? Mojo and I are riding out to Echo Amphitheater. I am? Uh, Mojo, have you ever ridden a horse? <laughs> Not that I recall. That's okay, me and Scout will show you how. You mean ride bareback? No, you can wear a shirt. Minnie, come on. We don't want Scout to show Mojo how to ride a horse. Anyone can ride. Come on, get in, Mojo. Wait, don't I need... Cowboy boots and a Stetson? Of course not. You're in warrior training, remember? Say what? Minnie, I want him back in one piece. Get my drift. I'll be good. And I'll ask Scout to be on his best behavior. Along with the second coming of Jesus, that's one I'd like to see. This is beautiful country up here. Kind of looks like George O'Keefe paintings. George O'Keefe loved it up here in Abiquiu. Mm-hmm. That's where she did all those erotic pictures. Erotic? <laughs> you, mean, you mean those flowers she painted? Well, they look like the flowers of womanhood to me. Women get deflowered, you know. <laughs> oh, man, you, you're something else. <laughs> Easy there, big fella. Thanks for adding the saddle, Minnie. Do you know how to get on a horse? Oh, look easy in the movies. Just grab the saddle horn, mm -hmm. put your foot in the stirrup, yeah. and up and over. Hmm. See? Man, those things are tall. What do you mean, things? These are our noble four-legged brothers. Oh, yeah. I just remembered that your people consider all animals your family. Mojo, not your right foot. Your left foot goes in the stirrup or you're going to end up facing the rear. Uh, oh, okay. The right way. Oh. 
Ooh, it's high up here. How do you keep from falling off? You hang on. Aye! Okay, old paint now. Giddy up. Nice and easy. <laughs> hold on, horse. Hold on. I said nice and easy. I figure there's not too many black cowboys in these parts. No. Did you know about the Buffalo Soldiers? Mm -hmm. They were black soldiers in the U.S. Cavalry, and some of them went AWOL because they didn't approve of killing the Indians. Oh, I heard about that. They married into several tribes. Mm -hmm. When the Indians first saw them up close, they couldn't believe it. The Indian women would touch their faces and ask, Did the Great Spirit paint you? <laughs> Look up there. That's Echo Amphitheater. Ooh. Oh, man. That's what I call majestic. The different shadings of the red rocks. The way the sun catches it. Man, that's something. It's a natural bowl carved by the winds of time. What's that sound I hear? It's the scissor tails. They only live in the amphitheater and another place over 2,000 miles away. You sing, Mojo. <laughs> Is that uh, politically incorrect? I don't mind if you don't. Yasa! Yasa! <laughs> Do you know why they call New Mexico the land of enchantment? It's pretty. Well, one of the reasons is because of the way the sun shines at different times of the day. It totally changes all the colors on the mountains, all the shapes within the rocks. The reflections of the sky and the lakes makes them completely change color. And if you move going easterly, it's one color, and if you turn north, it's a totally different color. No one can even believe it's the same place. Hmm. Sounds like it'd be easy to get lost in these here parts. I feel like I'm standing on the moon up here. The sun's starting to go down. Look at the way the rocks keep changing. Sometimes you see faces in there. They just sort of come and go as the shadows move. This place is something. Magic land. Well, maybe I better get... What was that? Speaking about shadows, that thing was big. It passed right over my head. Change the temperature too. There may be a darker side to this land of enchantment. Minnie! Hey! Minnie Two Worlds! Like I said, easy to get lost around here. Where are you? Where is she? I can't tell where her voice is. Ouch! What was that? I'm 
I'm trying to find you. Ow! What's poking me? Ouch! Ow! Okay, Scout. Okay. You want me to go that way? Okay. Now back off. I'm going, man. Ouch! Hey! There she is. Is she sort of slipping sideways into that rock? She's disappearing in there. Hey, Minnie! You don't want to go in there? I got you. Damn. That's some force pulling her into that rock. You okay? Huh? What was that rock trying to do? Eat you? I don't know. Thanks, warrior man. Ooh, man. You got some hungry stones around here. No, Mojo. It was like I stepped into a sump hole. A what? An energy sump hole, like, like a vortex. <laughs> it must have been hungry. I don't think so. Hmm. Let's see if it wants to take a bite out of Mojo. Nah, I don't feel nothing. It's gone. Maybe it shifted. Do they do that? I guess. <laughs> uh, then what say we move on before it moves on us, Minnie? Ha ha. Okay, warrior man. Uh, Minnie, how do you get this far in life without being sucked up by something? <laughs> Scout usually keeps me out of trouble. An Apache trickster like Scout keeps you out of trouble? <laughs> oh man. Minnie? Yes, Mojo? I, uh, don't mean any disrespect, but I didn't see your spirit guide pulling you out of that rock. Scout could have helped me, but this is your initiation. That's why he got you. My initiation? He got me all right. Come on, Mojo, it's getting dark. Okay. Get up, old pink. Warrior initiation. Oh, man. <laughs> That's right. Next week, part two of The Land of Enchantment. This is a ZBS production. All right, and that was uh, week one of The Land of Enchantment by ZBS Foundation, zbs.org. That is, of course, the work of Tom Lopez, a.k.a. Meatball Fulton. More of that coming for you next week here on Radio Drama Revival. Uh, in the meantime, hundreds and hundreds of hours of audio drama adventure awaits you at radiodramarevival.com. You've got uh, hundreds of hours of archives there, um, always discovering new stuff. We have a little gig section where if you're looking to put together a crew and start on an audio drama production, you can put that, uh, put your information there, try to pull people together. Uh, you can also email me, fred at radiodramarevival.com. I'm always trying to play matchmaker. Um, and, of course, if you just want to listen in, hey, check it out. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash radiodramarevival. Twitter, hit up at radiodrama. Uh, find us on Stitcher or iTunes. Leave a review, tell your friends, throw some money in the tip jar. Whatever it takes to keep this free service going, we really appreciate it. Um, that is a wrap for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains to the original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM. That is Southern Maine's community radio. As always, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week. Mm-hmm.